Before we dig into our podcast topics, TSR has some huge, tiny news. We have a new mascot, and I'd like to introduce you to Phoebe Bridgers Lundrigan, a cute little golden retriever. She'll be with us uh, moving forward. Probably every podcast, she'll be sitting behind me. Hopefully not too much barking, but uh, anyways, great news. She'll be around. Yeah. So goddamn Hello. sweet. We have to get Phoebe some merch ASAP and put her on Instagram. And our follow- our followers were double probably overnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, boys. Um, I guess speaking of Miss Phoebe Bridgers, she was one of the many artists we seen at Coachella on a recent trip to California, which was absolutely amazing. Uh speaking for everyone, I'm sure that's the case. Uh, before we dig into some other stuff we want to chat on the pod, we're just going to kind of give an overview of our experience. Um, I guess just for me, I'll, I'll uh, quickly start. Um, overall, the festival is amazing. I've only been to two major festivals myself, that and Oceaga. Um, so two really quality ones from like what I read and stuff. But man, Coachella is just next level. Um like incredible atmosphere the music's just amazing their lineup's incredible um and just quickly like i don't want to harp too much on it but uh i just got three likes and three dislikes of coachella um three Mm. likes for me is the grounds and the setup um the art installs very cool you know they're just massive right in your face um and like, you know, it just brings a, an extra element to the grounds and the overall vibe of the crowd. Um, this is the biggest difference I found between Oceaga and Coachella. Oceaga, you're like jammed in like sardines into every fucking uh, show. You're like have no space at all. But I don't know if we were just attending low like attendance <laughs> sets or something, but I don't man, know. every set you had like your own kind of personal space. It really made, you know, the music that much better. Um, dislikes, uh, beer tents. I really dislike mm. beer tents. Not being able to drink around the grounds is shit time. Um, nowhere to sit and view shows. Um, another big uh, dislike of mine. And the final one is there's no fucking lights. It is so dark. <laughs> In the nighttime, in the desert, <laughs> yeah, lost so, in the desert. So there's just fucking um, sand going everywhere from high winds. It's pitch dark, <laughs> aside from like a, a random light up uh, big cylinder oh, thing in the, the middle the of the terif- ground. The terrifying yellow light. And, and here I am, just like wearing this black suit. Uh, it has like skeleton <laughs> paint on. But like we'd lose each other, just be like walking along, and like we're all you know having a good time and then you turn around and everyone's missing again and there's it's it's just <laughs> god anyways uh overall incredible uh, i'll uh, hand it off to you guys to have a chat on your experience yeah no i uh i don't have a, a list written down but I, I can just riff off the top of my head like you said for uh as far as just the visuals and just the 
just like everything you'd expect, like walking onto the grounds and just you you think of Coachella and it's exactly that. I mean, first of all, the transportation was amazing just to get in there. It was so smooth getting into onto the grounds itself, like the shuttles and all that. Just the entire atmosphere, just like the the like you said, the art installations, just having the backdrop of the the desert, it just everything you'd expect. Um, one thing I really appreciated, and probably because we were there weekend one after having a few years off. I didn't notice as much dust as I expected. I mean, we all brought dust masks just to be safe, thinking that I thought there'd be dust blowing all around. Only really uh, was irritating at the last day going to the shuttle, I found. Sunday night was getting a little dusty. Like you said, the crowds were great. There was no pushing. Just the chillest vibes, even at like the biggest shows, I found that if you wanted to find space, you'd find space. There was no pushing at all. But again, like you said, not having that hill like we had at Oshega or have at Oshega. Just being in a flat desert, in a flat place, you sit down at a show because you can't stand anymore and you're not going to see anything and that's it. But um, otherwise, yeah, I mean, going to the first Coachella in years post COVID, it's quite the experience. I don't think it'll be, uh, I don't think it'll be top. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, you guys really uh, took a lot of what, what I was going to say. Uh, it really lived up to the hype and Coachella is the most, most hype festival ever and then i was just surprised and it exceeded expectations so it was sick um you'd go in and the artists playing at two o'clock were like top of the line top notch throughout the whole day no matter what stage you went it was uh just talent everywhere uh very well organized and i would definitely go again yeah it says something to the festival when it's almost like the performer is having the same reaction to the crowd which is like i'm at fucking coachella yeah yeah <laughs> right especially with a lot of these acts that, you know, some of them even got famous during COVID. So a lot of them are like, this is their first festival circuit and they're at Coachella after being, you know, in their house for three years. So it's, it was a pretty cool um, emotion experience to have like as a crowd. So it was a good time. So what we all went for though, uh, the music, you know, that's, that's the main draw, right? We were all stoked with the lineup, um, you know, from the minute it dropped, um, our reactions to other festivals in the past have been like, yeah, you know, I like I like some of this, but I'm strictly going for the festival and we'll find new bands. But I remember from the minute Coachella dropped, we were all like hyped for 15, 20, you know, bands. So um, in reflecting, I guess, let, let's chat our top fives. Um, anyone want to go first or do you just want me to go or? Yeah, keep going. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So, uh I'm going to start with an honorable mention, and um, I think you guys already know this from our chats uh, post-Coachella down there, but and it may surprise listeners, but my honorable mention is actually Phoebe Bridgers, who Ooh. did not make my top five shows. Wow. And it is not because she wasn't amazing, because she simply was amazing. It's just not the place to experience her music. And you can kind of tell that from the crowd, you know, especially with Louis the Child or Louis the Child coming up next. There was definitely a really different vibe there between, you know, people who just weren't feeling it versus, you know, her quiet uh, type nature. So I absolutely loved it, but I would much prefer to see her in a small, like 5,000 person venue with all her fans. I think that's the place to see her kind of music. So I would say in that, um, I won't, I won't uh, elaborate on all five or anything like that, but uh, five down to one. Five for me is Fred again. Uh, four for me is Caribou. 
Three for me is turnstile. Two for me, Japanese breakfast. And number one, not only number one on the weekend, but really close to number one of my all-time shows, only eclipsed by Radiohead. Wow. Arcade Arcade Fire. It was incredible. I loved every second of it. The set list was absolutely amazing. The only issue with it is that it was too short. Too short. Very nice, man. Very nice. Very nice list. I got a lot of the same. So I will uh, I will roll up next. My honorable mention is Japanese breakfast. Um, at number five, down to four, down to one, I mean, I have Girl in Red, Caribou, Fred Again, Arcade Fire, and at number one, Turnstile. And uh, Turnstile, thanks again, Go, goes out to Jack. Thanks for introducing us to him. Let's go, Jack. Amazing show. I think Incredible we'll, energy, I think Incredible we'll energy. Amazing. Everything I expected. Do you guys ever wish you went into the mosh pit? I, there were a few moments where I would, I would, I would, I would twitch. I was yeah. standing with you guys, twitching, looking at you. If either of you guys locked eyes with me and nodded your head, I would have went in there and got the shit beat out of me. But probably for the best that we didn't, considering we still had the rest of the weekend. So Yeah. All right, Rosie. Okay, so, um, yeah, I'll go through mine really quick. Um, so my number five, well, actually, I'll start with my honorable mentions, and it's actually kind of in tune with, um, with Lundy. Uh, two artists that I really enjoy their albums, um, Phoebe Bridgers and Japanese Breakfast. Really love them as performers. It was just, I don't know if it's, like, like Lundy said, not the venue or maybe not the energy at the time. I really enjoyed the performances, but they didn't quite make my top five. I don't know. Like, Japanese Breakfast was great, but it was just like, I don't know, just... I feel like there was so many strong performances. It was just really hard to uh, squeeze her in there. And then VB as well. I think Lonnie touched on that. It's like, it might've been just a timing issue, but really good show. But uh, yeah. Um, for my top five, uh, number five comes in is a band called Caribou. Um, it's really a guy. I touched on uh, him on the last uh, <laughs> podcast. Uh, he was called Manitoba and was sued by a man named Manitoba. So he's Caribou. Um, the funny thing about that show is that we were actually going to see Danny Elfman and uh the show started off in a bit of a weird way so we uh decided to cut our losses which we did apparently we did miss lonnie looked it up yeah pretty good an amazing show which is unfortunate i would have liked to see the simpsons live but again um we (laughs) walked along and went to i think it was what is it the gobi no he was in the the mojave he was in the mojave so we kind of walked in oh caribou's playing and my god what a show this guy this guy's running around playing every instrument just the 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 visuals the just like him doing everything live like i just never understood the scope of of his band or what caribou did but man what a show and it was just amplified by the fact that we had no i like we really weren't planning on going so when you go there with zero expectation and zero knowledge of what you're about to see like it really that much more impact yeah that's number Uh, five just before you hop in, just before you hop in, number four there, Raz. Uh, yep. Uh, we have a lot of. Obviously, we're mostly Canadian, so I don't know if any of our followers are going to Oshiga this year, but Caribou is playing it. Got so it. uh, it's um, you know it's a band that most of us didn't know or not. I don't think any of us knew them before the lineup dropped, and we just so happened to stumble on it. But it appears in all our top five. So if you're heading to Oshiga or any festival that they're at, it's a highly, highly recommended show. You gotta see them, guys. It's it's. 
it's an experience for sure. It blew yeah. me away. Like I, there were some songs he'd do and I think I was just singing them the whole trip and probably <laughs> we memed a couple of them too, but yeah, uh, it was, yeah, it was a the, good time. You, you touched on the visuals. You're kind of just standing back in a trance as well yeah. as yeah. the music's coming in. And it's just it's like, like, it's just like for the folks at home, it's just like a, a, a video of the moon zooming in and then just it's inversing <laughs> colors into black and into white and into black and you're in this like little, like, I don't know. It felt like we were in like a little warehouse. It was, it was, it was cool. crazy. It was really cool. Um, that's my number five. So my number four really just tickles every uh, EDM part of me, which was Lose the Child. Uh, straight after Phoebe was the uh, main event of Friday night. And I don't know if it was the combination of emotion of being the closer on the first night of the festival, it being a very strong electronic act. I really like Lose the Child's music. The visuals were great. They had fireworks. They had pyrotechnics. They were doing mashups that I still can't find on YouTube. Like, it's just... It's the, the electronic music that they do is something that I really like and just time and place. Love that show. That's my number four. Um, number three, much like the boys, uh, Turnstile. Everything that Jack talked about and everything that we saw on Glow On, they did live and basically a one-to-one, two-scale, perfect performance, what I expected. Same energy, same vibes that I uh, really wanted going into it. And yeah, they did not disappoint. They were epic. And they were like... like <laughs> There's not a lot of music like that at Coachella. Yeah. So I true. think that kind of added to it as well, because we were like a day and a half into listening to EDM, soft rock, and then they come up after Girl and in just, Red, and it's just like, yeah. boom. It's blow you away. I think it's like why probably them and Pup, and then Pep, Pup got kind of bumped by Arcade Fire in a way. Yeah, we didn't so. even get to see Pup. I know. But we saw them wearing uh, mer- uh, reptile Halloween costumes. <laughs> St. John's, Newfoundland in a small venue. So can't really ask yeah. better than that. No. Um, yeah, so turns on number three. My number two is actually Arcade Fire. I don't know if it's because I've seen them before. Obviously, them popping in last last minute on Friday, like just like that kind of energy was super exciting. The show itself was borderline perfect. But my number one has to be Fred again. Fred again was again something that I think Lundy, you, you were kind of shopping the boards. <laughs> you were shopping the boards saying, like, you gotta see this guy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. for months I was watching videos, and then for him to come out, a guy who blew up over the pandemic, seeing him raw motion come out, just look on the borderline of crying, like on the border of crying, and just playing the piano, singing, like it, it was it was an experience, and it was uh, it definitely burned is burning my brain as my uh, top moment for Coachella. So yeah, that's my number one. Great, great choice, man. Like I don't think you can go wrong with any of the choices. Like I could have Phoebe. I could have had Phoebe Bridges as number one. And I don't think either one of you would have blinked an eye. So it's it's just no. like and the quality of the music there is is fantastic. And you read the boards after, and there's so much that we didn't see that people are like, that was the best show of the weekend. So yeah, I mean, music's subjective, but Coachella just knocks it out of the park, man. They have like six stages of music going at once, and you can literally find something at any point in time. It's um, so stacked. Like as far as like for quality I, I can't think of a better festival like like you said you could do probably two or three weekends in a row and see completely different acts and be blown yeah. away each time and like we yeah. only saw probably half the surprises if that like i mean there's just so much like you can't you can't get to it all right but, anything uh, else yeah Rito. i mean just that arcade fire was a late addition yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. No exactly. idea they were coming. Just a drop uh, in. They pushed the pushed the schedule. We didn't have it till the last day, so we were kind of like stressing. But we were like, you know, reading everywhere, and then they just knocked it out of the park. It was sick. 
Yeah, I mean, I was I was there a day before the boys and uh, our other buddy Daniel that came with us. And I'm sitting in the airport and the boys are on their flight from like Calgary or something like that, I think. And they're up in the air and Win Butler tweets out a uh, picture of himself. It's like decided to go somewhere warm for my birthday. And I'm like, any tags go chill. I'm like, no fucking way. This is like yeah, a bucket man. list band for me, like top, you know, three bucket list band. I'm freaking out in this little tiny airport by myself waiting for the boys to land. And I think like 10, 15 minutes before you landed, the schedule dropped and there they are on for like a random Friday afternoon set. I think it was like <laughs> six o'clock to like seven, seven or something like that. Like, yeah. oh man. I keep couldn't ask for a better surprise. Like it just really an incredible cherry on top of what was already a stellar lineup. I keep forgetting you haven't seen them before as such a big fan. Like I can only imagine. I remember yeah. Reed. I vividly remember being on the plane because me and Reed had the same flight and he was standing up talking to a dude <laughs> in the bathroom line, somehow had Wi-Fi and had the the lineup dropped right before we landed. And it was just, I was like, let me take a picture of your phone right now. And I'm just like barking up his phone. It was insane. It was insanity. Uh, Before we finish up uh, one act we haven't discussed on my list was girl in red. Uh, Just wanted to say that we all like had her, uh, had her album ranked seven or above. So we all enjoyed it, but she really knocked a live performance out of the park. She was very funny, full of energy. And uh, she landed on my top five. Just wanted to throw a shout out there, uh, Matt Wright, for uh, the recommendation. Yeah, yeah, Matt, good. Yeah, man, she was sick, and her stuff live is way better than it is on the album too. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. especially for my taste, like, you know, it's it's a little more produced, uh, kind of more electronic almost, like on the album. But she brings a full on rock band with her, and her energy definitely needs something like that too. Like she, her band helps her really deliver an incredible show. Um, we weren't even gonna really go for the full set, I don't think, but we went back because Turnstile was after them, and yeah. she like, yeah, she blew us all away again. Like, it's it's just another example of absolutely incredible music yeah. at this festival, and that's a, and that was a great choice to stay. And it's just again one of those acts, like a younger act that is only really not blowing up, and just like seeing them how they react with the crowd. It was a great, like, and her banter, like, she was so funny. Like, that's the thing I miss about, like, doing the albums is so fun. But when you're at, a, like, a live event and you're, like, seeing, like, these, like, performers as human beings between songs and they're just standing, like, think about how surreal you're standing up on stage. There's a fucking thousand people looking at you and you're like, what do you say? And, they're, and they just, like, they're just, like, just, like, the, the, the mid-song conversations and stuff like that kind of, like, these, those are the little details that fucking. That's, that's what makes it festival, for. man. Yeah, that's that, what makes yeah, it, man. That's, that's like, so cool. And uh, an incredible range of music, no, no matter what way you look at it. And, you know, live is great, but um, we're here to review some albums, some new stuff. That's kind of our our bag. And let me tell you, the list of upcoming music is absolutely stellar. I don't know if, if you guys, I know you guys have looked at it. We've been discussing it, but I got the, the uh, Metacritic uh 2022 calendar up here i'm just going to run through it quickly and then we can kind of maybe dive into a few of our our particular ones we're stoked on um i'm going to cheat a little and backtrack to last friday that arcade fires recent album just dropped so that's a massive one for me personally and uh, the boy stigma as well then just going into tomorrow we have probably the most anticipated album of 2022 with kendrick lamar dropping his uh his final album with his current uh current label uh florence and the machine also dropping an album tomorrow the smile which for 
our followers who may not be aware, it's um, a side project of Tom York and Johnny Greenwood along with uh, a different drummer. So it's uh, kind of a Radiohead side project. Very stoked for that. Uh, also, tomorrow we have the Black Keys. Uh, then just moving through the rest of the year really quickly here. We have a big pop album coming next Friday with Harry Styles. Week after that, um, Liam Gallagher dropping an album. Keep going. Week after that, we have Post Malone, which is going to be a huge one on the scene. Um, Posty. We got uh, never listened to a sign before, but BTS, the the K-pop group, like oh, that's yeah. gonna that's gonna be a massive huge. thing for yeah. the music oh, world. We're not doing that, are we? I think we, I think I think we might have to. <laughs> yeah, listen, give it. Got to give the people what they, what they want. want. What do the followers they... want? If we hear back and people want to hear BTS, no, we'll we'll review BTS. We've reviewed a lot of things. Yeah, then you got... help me out, followers. Help me out. <laughs> then you got you got Falls, Alexis on Fire, uh, Soccer right. Mommy, um, Metric. Jack White, Odessa, Maggie Rogers, uh, Hot Chip, uh, oh, Muse. It's crazy. That's stacks. And, like, what and, a one, and one just announced yesterday, which uh, definitely fits in our realm, is uh, Death Cat for Cuties coming out with a new album. Yeah. Yep. And, and just at the bottom here, like uh, they just have another list of anticipated releases. So these are kind of things that could pop up, like Arctic Monkeys is supposed to come out with an album. Cup of couple of major pop artists, Beyonce and Rihanna, projected to put out albums this year. Um, Rihanna? Yeah, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> what else is there? There's just, man, there's just, just an incredible <laughs> amount. Uh, we're going to be stacked with awesome reviews. We've got some great scheduling coming up. Um, looking forward to sharing some good music with you. Um, for you guys, out of, out of that stuff, or maybe I missed something. Uh, what are you most looking forward to for the rest of the year? So two biggest ones, Kendrick Lamar, that album, he never, he takes his time. He doesn't just drop albums like willy nilly. Like he clearly puts work in between albums and every time he releases, it's a hit. So super excited for that album to come out and very excited for the death cab for cutie album. I'm a big death cab fan. Yeah, man. Transatlanticism was like one of my first albums I bought, like, just love that guy, man. His voice is sick. I remember over COVID, he was doing like these Facebook live videos and he was just singing in his room with the guitar. It was just like awesome. Other than right. that, I, I have a, I'm kind of, kind of hesitant to say, but um, I was a big fan of electric electronic producer Flume for his first few albums. He's getting weirder by the day. I didn't even <laughs> bother to see him in Coachella because his new music is like not really up to scratch for me personally, but he's putting out a new album soon. So I'll give him one more chance. Uh, like Lundy said, Hot Chips coming out. We saw them live. They were a big hype uh, event for us. And for me, I believe they delivered. And I, I'm really excited to hear their new music. And again, uh, as Lundy said, Muse. A big Muse fan when I was younger. Don't know what to expect. I haven't really been keeping up. I don't even know they could be making music <laughs> all the time. But I'm just, I'm down to hear some uh, some sweet serenades from those guys. So very excited. Very stacked year of music. We're going to be very busy. Great time to be music bloggers for sure. Let's follow it up on what's already been an incredible 2022 as well. Yeah. As you can see from our views, like I think we've got one or two albums that have fallen below eight. Like in, there was a string, been... yeah, but we were just, just it was just hitting every week. Yeah, it's it's been a treat. Rito, anything for you, buddy, that we haven't chatted on? Uh, I mean Kendrick's the obvious one. Uh, nothing really to add. You guys didn't, man. Uh, he just uh, he he takes his time. He perfects his craft. And that first single was uh, sick, and that video was uh, was something. Threw me off yeah. the first time I watched it. 
So cool, man. Deepfakes are the are the future is terrifying. The future, the future is terrifying. The future is terrifying. <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna take a chance to give a shout out and chat about your Red Hot Chili Pepper Boys as uh, oh. your favorite uh, album to date? Uh, if we're talking twenty twenty two new music, well, I guess I'll start off in saying uh, me and Lundy met Chad Smith. Yeah, down in, down in L.A. outside an Italian place, Dantana's. It was sick. It was fun. It was a short, probably one minute conversation. Just, you know, introduced ourselves, said, hey, um, asked him how things were going, asked him about the new album for a minute, talked about his tour, and then we were gone again. Uh, super cool guy, answered all our questions. Uh, he said, um, these, are, these are the ways is his favorite from the new album. And I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I love the album. Uh, might be a few songs too long, but as a huge Chili Peppers fan, it kind of put me right back in uh, in 06 when Stadium Arcadium came out. And that, you know, it's been a long time. I didn't expect to ever, uh, you know, feel that type of way from a Chili Peppers album again. And it went right back there. So it was uh, it was sick. Um, up there with albums of the year for sure. I don't want to spoil it for you guys for the year end. But uh, uh, yeah, definitely up there. Six months, seven months of music left yet, buddy. I was going to say, sick. yeah, you got, there's a long road ahead of you, buddy. Although, I mean, what was it, like a 9.2? Hard, so Hard to beat a 9.2, though. So, yeah, yeah certain, certainly really good. Uh, yeah, I think we both liked that as well, Ross. Just yeah. Oh, I did. I just, I'm just not a diehard fan like you guys. Yeah. It's just like, it's one of those, like, oh. it's the same old story where it's like, you know, when the legendary bands keep making music, what, where do they go? Like, what are you, what are you looking for, right? Was I'm uh, getting a beer before we do Sweet Meter. <laughs> <laughs> not cutting that. Speaking of albums of the year, we are about to go through <laughs> Much Dance 2000. Much Dance 2000. <laughs> Allegedly, arguably, maybe album compilation of the year. 2000. I don't know. I was a young boy. Yeah. But um, we're going to do. Young uh, lad. How do we call this? We're going to do. Um, how sweet is it anyway? Sweet meter. Sweet or not sweet. Whatever you want to call it, we're about to do it. We have 17 songs. That we're going to go through and we're going to uh, give it a title of sweet, not sweet, or too sweet. And I'm very excited for this one. I don't know what the boys are going to say. They don't know what I'm going to say. I had a great time and also a terrible time listening to this album in the car for the past week. So <laughs> can't wait to get right into it. I was uh, I was listening today in my backyard, just like had my, my big speaker going. I'm just like listening to the... Britney Spears and TLC <laughs> just like bopping in the backyard. Your neighbors are just there like shutting their blinds. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's going on over there? Okay. Here it is. How sweet is it anyway? Sweet meter. Sweet or not sweet. Lots of names kicking around still for this one. Let us know. What we should, we should do a vote. We should do an Instagram and we'll pick the winner. Yeah, the name. absolutely. That'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, if you tuned in previously, we did this for big shiny tunes. A few, um, few podcasts ago it got some good feedback it was probably our most feedback i think on a podcast other than our year-end reviews um so we're gonna do it again with much dance 2000 oh yeah the good stuff it is stacked it is <laughs> incredible. it is so fun it brought me back i was having a blast listening to this this afternoon in my backyard uh, oh, let's dig in. I don't know if you guys know the tracks, but um, here we go. Number I one, got, 
I got the CD case pulled up right here. So yeah, no, there you go. <laughs> I, I, I got the, I got to Google. So. Number one, my name is by Eminem. So for me, uh, I think this is pretty straightforward. It is definitely too sweet. Yeah, hundred percent too sweet. That song, I was laughing so much listening to uh, you know Eminem <laughs> as he was blowing up. But I mean, I'm like eleven year old, like eleven year old me didn't listen to those lyrics. I was basically getting the censored radio version. I was just listening to it in the car. Like, man, this is fucking filthy. <laughs> 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 I was so young. <laughs> yeah, too what sweet. One of uh, Eminem's best songs for sure. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Crazy man, like old old Eminem hits different, man. Like old like Slim Shady Eminem. Just he never get away under, with it now. Under no, Dre's oh God, Under no. Dre's wing, calling his mom a crackhead. Like you can't see that kind of stuff. <laughs> so good. All right, number two, yes. Jay Z. Can I get a? Funny enough, the uh, the playlist I was I was listening to all week didn't have this on it. I don't know what the hell they were thinking, but uh, Lundy brought it up earlier, and I was like, my God, I got to do some cramming. But uh, I'm glad I did because Can I Get It is too sweet. Hove is back. Same, too sweet. Can I get a too sweet? Can I get a too sweet? Yeah, it's definitely too sweet. And the reason he's not on is because we're listening to Spotify. Jay-Z does not have his music. Oh, shit. Is there, so what is he on, like? fucking title or something like yeah have- i guess he just has his own streaming service does he got it on the stem player because i'm not listening to that shit yeah. <laughs> next up we have 702 where are my girls at for me it lines in the sweet category <laughs> uh where where are my girls at is also sweet for lundy you know where my girls are <laughs> They're in not sweet land. Oh, this song is not, I just couldn't, I couldn't get into it, man. Just, I don't know. Just, I don't know. Maybe just to me, it's dated now, but I just, I couldn't get behind it. And I also didn't grow up listening to that song. It's probably a skip for me every time I put on much dance 2000. So that is going to be a not sweet for me. It was close. If I'm being honest, I think it was like the last one that got put in the sweet category. So I can yeah, see. this got a, this uh, album has a lot of not sweet potential. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In my opinion. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll get into it. <laughs> uh, number four, iconic song, "Baby One More Time" by Britney Spears. <laughs> this is a sweet song for Lundy. <laughs> same, same here. Same here. It's sweet. It just doesn't beat out some of the iconic tracks, but it's legendary, so it's uh, sweet. Yeah, I must confess. This is only sweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously I can I, you can make a case that it's too sweet just based on its fucking ripple through pop yeah. culture and just Britney Spears being a goddamn superstar and still to this day somehow you know making music and doing whatever she's doing residencies and stuff. The song when it came out was fucking iconic. <laughs> yeah. It's just for my well, she's in Vegas. <laughs> she's in Vegas. Listen, I know what? everything. But I'm a, she was doing a residency in Vegas when she was trapped, trapped by her father. Britney really? Spears. I didn't know that. She's naked Listen, online every day, pretty much. Naked online every day. This is true. Yeah. My comment on my note is just, baby, one more time, in brackets, skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once, once, she was, uh, once she was released from the grips of her family controlling her whole life, she's just like, you know what? I'm getting fucking naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so just, uh, just sweet for me. Jennifer Lopez, if you have my love, I was very, very, very close to giving this a too sweet. The beat is fucking 
I don't know who produced it. I got to look it up, but that beat hit so good. I was listening to it in the gym and I was like, man, I was bumping to it. And obviously JLo again, one of those uh, iconic pop girls of our, of our past. But uh, yeah, it did make the list for me. It's going to be just a sweet. It's sweet for me too. And I agree with a lot, a lot of what you said. Um, this was her first song, right? No way. I didn't know that. Like she yeah, was, an is, a- yeah. she was an actress and this was, yeah. well, I, just an actress at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and she branched out, but this was her first song and it blew up. Yeah. It's sweet, it, sweet for me. Yeah. Also, uh, just sweet for me. It's uh, the Wikipedia page says it's a debut single by American actress and singer Jennifer Lopez. Uh, and the producer is Rodney Jerkins. Like the Rodney pickle. Jerkins. Like <laughs> the pickle. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez for kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different guy we don't talk about yeah, it anymore. next up too. is lauren hill do up that thing this is an obvious do sweeter the song is uh super sick and it was actually in one of the best songs of 2021 on my list number one oh, kanye yeah. so uh, this is too sweet for me uh it's just a sweet for me rito uh i'm sorry buddy uh lauren hill's spitting it is a dope song it's probably um uh, it was the last one cut from the two suite. It's really, really good. But uh, I like six songs more. Yeah. And you know me, I was up the bat for uh, Lauren Hill when I put uh, her song with Nas in my top 10. And as late as she can be for a concert, she makes some damn good music. But unfortunately, even with it being sampled on Donda and it being a very good iconic song, it's just there's a lot of good stuff. And for me, unfortunately, only sweet. Sorry, Reed. Only- <laughs> I know that she's your girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next up, we have girlfriend, boyfriend, Janet Jackson, and Blackstreet. You're not sweet. You're not sweet. <laughs> not sweet. Sorry, guys. That was a that was a one listener, and by God, never again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say, yeah, that's also not sweet for me. So we can just completely pass that one if we want. Bras there crossing out his notes. Okay. I can't, I can't <laughs> I had a giant two just scribble like embarrassingly like ah, the guys don't like my music yeah so not sweet I am so happy just like I'm sure Reed was happy that he got Lauren Hill I'm so happy that I got Puff Daddy song because I'm gonna say that beat I never really I don't even think I really heard that song before until I got into it this week that beat is fucking ill <laughs> Puff Daddy, PE2000, Too Sweet. That song goes hard. I'm going to be, that's going in my playlist for like <laughs> the foreseeable future. I didn't know Puff P. Diddy had it in him. Like I knew he was fucking obviously super famous, but unreal. Too Sweet. It is not fucking sweet at all. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I did not enjoy that song. Uh, like you, um, never really listened to this song. It was kind of new just listening. I don't remember this song growing up at all. But, uh, and maybe that factors in, but uh, right now it, it did nothing for me. Uh, I think it's not sweet. Damn. Who do I Reed. go with? Who Come do on, I Reed. side with here? Who Come on, Reed. Come on. The fellow hip hop guy. Let's go. Come on. It's song. It's going with my boy, Steven Lundergaard. No! Not even regular, how not even regular sweet breed. <laughs> not even regular. It was uh just bad, man. Yeah, what? Bad. and that like that woman that is just talking the whole time, like, what is going on? Get some uh what? organize this song. 
Thank I am you. A, I am blown away here. I thought at least Reed would have my back on this one. He didn't even, he went two pegs down. <laughs> I can't believe it. I was hoping it was something like, um, what's the bum 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 We ain't going yeah, that one. nowhere. Anyway, no, much worse. Now. Bad boys for life. Great. Man, but like the, that little synthesizer that goes like, out, Rob, it's oh, over. It's it shit. goes, <laughs> wow, wow. Nope. You like that shit? Fuck. No, All right. Bad. Okay. All right. This is this is the name of the game. Next up, we have Steal My Sunshine. I'm hoping we're all going to have this one too sweet because this guy does. Uh, this is a classic. Came out in the summer. Great. Still throw it on the playlist from time to time. Definite too sweeter. Absolutely too sweet. Um, it wasn't my sweet for a few minutes when it was the remix and I was really mad that they had the remix on here. But um, we clarified <laughs> that and Steal My Sunshine, the OG version is fantastic. It is definitely too sweet. Yeah, that's like one of the iconic songs of my childhood. I remember just playing all the time. It's just, yeah, definitely too sweet. I'm curious, what, how, how does one remix this song? What are they, what's going on? Like, it was bad. They, it was really what bad. What are they, are they changing up like the composition? Or was it like, like a was it like a like a dance song? Like I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not a DJ. <laughs> I don't know. I think I went DJ college. <laughs> Take it on, Russ. Make a song out of it. So uh, cross, cross the board, too sweet for that one. Next up, number ten track. We going Will Smith, Miami. <laughs> I love this song. This is too sweet for me. <laughs> yep, too sweet here as well. And there's actually footage, I think, after he slapped Chris Rock of him singing this at the after party. <laughs> yes. No, he didn't. Yes. That's super funny. Yeah. That's that's of all his songs, man. Well, I mean, Will Smith obviously has done it all. Um, but uh, yeah, that song that song is a fucking hit. Like every time I used to go to Miami when I lived in Florida, it just like I'd be just driving on the highway. Like, I'm going to Miami. <laughs> Unreal. All right, number eleven. TLC, no scrubs. That's going to be a sweet for me. I think that song obviously uh, is not too sweet by any means, but it's not a bad song. It's, it's, it's uh, just one of those. So it's, it's definitely like sitting there right pretty in the middle. TLC, no scrubs, sweet. Now you're wrong, Roz. It's, it's, uh, it's absolutely too sweet. Ooh. This, this one's a beauty. This and, and chasing waterfalls back in the net. Well, I guess this is 2000. But. <laughs> back, in the, back, of the, back, in the, back in the USSR. Yeah. Rito, <laughs> um, I'm going to have to disagree with you. Oh, shit. Because it's a it's weird remix. remix. No Scrubs, the OG version. Man, it, it's contender for best song on the album. It'd be legendary okay. too sweet. Let's not get crazy. No, man, it is good. <laughs> no Scrubs, no is, Scrubs is a fantastic jam. The the remix though um, doesn't do it for me. It's it's just it's just sweet for the remix. Um, yeah. This, this man hates DJs. He hates remixes. If you remix something, he will not like it. Next up, we have Whitney Houston with "It's Not Right, But It's Okay," and this is not. Sweet, yeah, it's not it's, not into uh, the Whitney, and this is their lower end hit. Yeah, lower this, end. This hit. isn't even good, Whitney Houston. This is not sweet. This one of the worst songs. I love. How, I love. You can say that like, she's such a hit maker. It's a low end hit. Uh, but yeah, no, I agree. Uh, it's not sweet, but it's okay. Next up, I think it's me. We have Ariba. 
by Joey. It's Joey. Anyways, um, Ariba is absolutely not sweet. Yeah, uh, doesn't really hit for me. Uh, I don't know what else to say about it. Just that was the one that I was bumping on my uh, 11-year-old speaker system, whatever the hell I was using. Uh, it's definitely not sweet. Think how many songs came out in 2000 that this ended up on any kind of greatest hits. <laughs> my God, this is terrible. Not sweet. All right, guys, this one might be a contentious one, but uh, we have Living La Vida Loca, Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin, uh, <laughs> he was always in the tabloids back in those days for God knows what reason, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that Living La Vida Loca is not sweet. I do not live La Vida Loca whatsoever, <laughs> and for that reason, not sweet on my list. Yeah, for me, I'll give it a sweet just because I think I liked it when I was a child. Um, <laughs> but like I said, the, the bottom of the barrel is bottom for this one. So this one just <laughs> floats a little bit above the top. Well, I see I'm the biggest Ricky Martin fan of the group. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never, they can never take that away from you. Monday, they'll never take it away from you. You'll have that forever. Um, but, but I, it's still only sweet for me. But I, I think this 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 song bops a little. I, I enjoyed listening to it. Uh, it's definitely not nowhere near the top range of this album. But yeah, it doesn't middle middle of the pack. But I enjoy it. Where's my question? Is where Ricky Martin right now? What is he doing right now? <laughs> the guy made you got you got Loca, and then he just fucking left. Did he, does he have any other songs? He has to. Yeah, he had a bunch, but... man. He had a bunch. Yeah, so. I don't know, man. So next up, we have Venga Boys, uh, played at every dance party for probably 15 years in a row. Uh, boom, 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 boom. This one is <laughs> this one is sweet for me. Um, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, turns all <laughs> remix coming up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this one's sweet for me. Uh, just fitting in there, maybe a bit of nostalgia, throw it on the car or something. But uh, uh, again, uh, <laughs> It's not uh, not not bordering on too sweet or anything. <laughs> it is one hundred percent too sweet. It is a jam. Great song. Venga boys, too sweet. I was gonna say, Reed has clearly never been on the Venga bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This man has never had a ticket to the Venga bus because this is a clearly too sweet. This Absolutely, is definitely a too yes. sweet song. This song, this song was the dance song. I mean, it's the Venga boys. Like, yeah, I, I, I have no words to really uh, say how shocked I am that anyone would even dare put this on a not sweet list. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely Venga Boys. Boom, boom. Want you in my room. Too sweet. Uh, number 16, we have the worst song on the album, Pictures by the Boomtang <laughs> Boys. This is certainly not sweet. What's a boom tank? I don't know, for? and I don't want to know because also for me that is not sweet. I wish they fucking boom tanked off this album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awful, just awful. Yeah, that that was um not a good experience. Uh, basically a couple listens and then just automatic skips every time this week. So yeah, this one was about a thirty second or pass, like just atrocious, just terrible. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And um, I guess that I'll do the honors here. Number 17, Prozac, Strange Disease. I got to say, for me, this is, uh, this is the song of the album. Too Sweet. This is my number one. Wow. Strange. I'm a fucking big Prozac fan. Big Prozac fan. Yeah. Yeah. When that came out, man, 
yeah, it's just, it's an earworm. I, sometimes I'll just be just in my car and I'll just go, you said you'd never <laughs> leave me. <laughs> and here I am alone. Just, just fake Canadian, Bam being fake British anime characters. Like it doesn't get better than that. That's, that that's is like, a great that's visual. That yeah. is a very, it's what, very it's what, good visual. That's what they are. All right, I'll sack y'all off a stray, Sean. Yeah, uh, also definitely too sweet for me. Sock's fantastic. Uh, one of the better ones. I don't think it's, it would be number one. Uh, my question is, what does a Prozac Live concert look like? Uh, I have the answer. I believe what they do is they stand behind something and they have like video play of the cartoon characters, which is like the easy, that has to be the cushiest fucking gig of all time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you just stand behind a screen and just like a, a fucking cartoon plays. So it's kind of similar to what the gorillas do, I guess. I think gorillas, so. But they like, gorillas. they're behind like a, a, a screen that's like shadowy, right? That like shows all the, I don't know. I've been, I haven't seen them, but yeah. Okay. Cool. But um, anyway, yeah. yeah, songs songs certainly too sweet. Uh, yeah, Reed, I, I assume you're you join us there. Or? Well, if you've been counting at home, <laughs> I've, used, I've used up all my two sweets. Oh, oh no! no! <laughs> Please don't so, don't tell me you use up all your sweets too. I can't I can't handle that. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's definitely definitely so, a sweet. So this one is the best of the sweets. The best of the sweets. Best of the sweets. I'll take that. What do you think, there, Phoebe Bridgers Lundrigan? <laughs> I still can't believe. Uh, Phoebe not... Bridgers Lundergan says, "Dad had the best choices." <laughs> I think Phoebe. <laughs> I think uh, Phoebe Bridgers Lundergan is biased. If you ask me. Considering <laughs> you feed her and keep her alive, but what can I say? Um, That's yeah, fun, you know what? I said like doing this. I, this is so fun, and I, I actually kind of want to take that back because I, I, I think Len Steal My Sunshine <laughs> might be number one, but Prozac is definitely really close. <laughs> Definitely. How is how is my name is by Eminem not the best song on this album? My name is 100. percent Yeah, with. it's definitely an Eminem I song. I don't know. Number man. one on the album, number one. Period. Really? I I there's I, there's a lot more Eminem songs I like over that song. But, yeah, uh, but that's it doesn't mean it's not the best song on the album. I just I don't know. I don't think it is. It's definitely top three for me. Yeah, well, top three would be my name is um, Steal My Sunshine and Strange Disease. So yeah, so there I, you go. I, I believe it, but yeah, but it's uh, yeah. Oh man, it's just the way I'm rolling here today. But uh, otherwise, like you said, what a fun exercise. We've done big shiny tunes too. We've done much dance 2000. I don't know where we're going to go next. Maybe we'll ask our followers, but I want to keep yeah. doing this because it's hilarious. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great time. I, I think the follower idea is cool. We'll start gauging and put together like a, a mixtape of followers, favorite songs, and then rip them apart on, on our live show. I think for be- sure. <laughs> I got a quick question for you, Lundy. What was the most embarrassing play when you were in your backyard listening to Much Dance 2000? What was blasting on the speaker that you were just like, oh, my God, what's going on here? Oh, well, I think it would definitely been No Scrubs because I was singing it. That makes it so much better. I was definitely belting it. Like The other yeah. ones aren't, aren't so bad. I was kind of just on my phone answering emails or something like that. But when No Scrubs came on, I was jamming to it. Your whole neighborhood's like, this guy. Don't want no scrubs. Like it's clear. Don't it's clear. No Otherwise, it would have been Joey or <laughs> Joe the Boomtang Boys. <laughs> I think. I think screaming La Vida Loca top your lungs probably uh, raised some questions too. But you get a few looks for sure. Yeah. I definitely. I definitely gave some boom, boom, boom. You know, boom. Oh man, I was. I sent you guys a snap earlier. I was driving home from work with the windows <laughs> down, blasting Venga Boys, and it was a fucking. It was like. A levitating experience. I was. I was in a different plane of existence. Anyway, well, that was fun, boys. That was fucking deadly. Really enjoyed that exercise. 
love podcasting, chopping it up, you know, chopping it up yep. with the boys. Chopping it up with the boys is what it's all about. And uh, hope the followers have uh, enjoyed us kind of going through our Coachella experience. Swear that we will uh, we will leave it at that. I think we've said all we had to say. We had a great time. Looking forward to any future festivals that we'll be doing. And yeah, guys, just, just cheers to great music and cheers to uh, things opening up and being able to experience it.